It's time. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying. Uh, good morning, uh, afternoon, everyone. It's uh, it's what day is it, Hamish? It's Monday. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Monday the 6th of April uh, and this is the Hypersensitive Photographers Podcast episode 11 um, and it's 11 for a very good reason uh, because Hamish and I recorded episode 10 last Monday um, and it was well awful actually uh, more awful than, than we normally would would class is awful it was awful because it's it's possibly the most depressing thing i've been involved in uh in this, this year to date um and we we both independently messaged each other at roughly the same time just saying i think we should re-record that one <laughs> <laughs> let's um, not let's not give that to the world <laughs> the no, world that there is... the world does not need that yeah, I mean, it's... And for, um, and for us, by, by our standards, I think that probably says something. You know, we've put well, some it's... absolute <laughs> nonsense out. But... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's um, who kidnapped Red Rum? What happened to Shergar? Where is Lord Lucan? And are Jaffa Cakes cakes or biscuits? These are questions alongside with where is episode 10 of the Hypersensitive Photographers podcast <laughs> um, that will never, never be fully answered. Um, it's been... It's been packed away like 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 the, the lost Ark of the Covenant by the CIA in some big warehouse somewhere, uh, just just angrily bubbling away at itself as people walk by. It was, um, it was incredibly it was incredibly easy to to record, incredibly difficult to listen to because <laughs> there's just absolutely no joy in it whatsoever and. Um, <coughs> Yeah, Hamish very rightly said um, a few days ago that we should re-record something um, which expresses a bit more joy and a bit more hope and a bit more happiness. Um, and so that's is, what but, we're doing. But are, I think this is yeah. But I think this is it's. It's. I mean, obviously, we're not going to talk quite so much as, as we did about the coronavirus. But I think this is. Um, it's a reflection of both. Well, it's a reflection of how us both have been feeling, isn't it? I mean, yeah. You, we. I mean, I'm certainly feeling a lot better than I was then, um, because, well, the sort of I think it's very easy to get wrapped up in the kind of now of this is really horrible and you know loads mm. of people are dying and all of that sort of stuff <clears throat> rather than the thinking about, well, actually this is going to be over. Yeah. Um, yes, people are going to die, but it will come to an end. And in the meanwhile, rather than spending, you know, especially those of us who are fortunate enough to be in a position where it isn't going to be the end of, uh, you know, a positive financial situation or, or whatever. It's an opportunity to, for me to spend some time with my family, um, mm. who it turns out I quite like. <laughs> it's quite nice to be put in a situation where I'm reminded of the fact that I quite like my family. Um, 
and um, which I definitely have been. And you know, you know, being stuck inside is. I've got a garden, so it's not the worst thing in the world for me. Um, so if if that's the case, if everything is okay for me, then really I feel like. I should embrace that and take it as an opportunity to try and perpetuate some positivity rather than quite so much negativity as we did in the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, um, we, we, we kind of went off on quite a big tangent uh, about... I've, we were discussing a lot about our respective situations, both in terms of where we live and government response as well as kind of financial situations and all, and all of that kind of stuff. So it was, there was definitely a lot of kind of um, conflict in there in the sense that there were, um, there were just some differences, some, some very stark differences between, um, between those experiences. But I think we, it was a conversation that we just needed to have. It's potentially not a conversation that needed to be uh, recorded and aired. Um, and I think I, I, I pulled out a few of the more positive threads which, uh, fr from, from that particular recording, which I think I'm going to pick up on and, and talk about um, today. And if I do start going off track, um, can you please stop me? Uh, we need a safe <laughs> word. Uh, let, let's, safe word, let's call it extinguisher the ego. So if I start getting off track, you just say extinguisher and I'll uh, reset myself. How's that? Yeah. Can it be something else? That's just a weird word. Well, that, that's the whole idea. It's not, it's not like the word is shit. The you know, safe word isn't shit because we just say shit all the time. So, it's, so you, know, you need to be able to can it, can identify it. Not just be, it. Can it not just be a safe sentence that's something along the lines of, um, seriously, stop being such a morose motherfucker again? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a little bit longer than saying extinguisher and less subtle. I have to say, um, yeah. but yeah, yeah. If that if that works for you, that's fine. Um, for my part, I will be quoting the Oracle in one of the Matrix films. There you go. Okay. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it now. So you don't you don't have to pause. Okay. Um, Good. How, how's your uh, How's your week been? Yeah. Um, Pretty good. Hang on, I'm just going to close the door. I can hear shouting and things downstairs. Yeah, they're 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 asking, Mum, Mum, when when's Dad going to go back to work? Yeah, when's he going to be out of the house again? <laughs> Maybe the feeling's not mutual. Did you ever think about that? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um. So yeah, what was the question? How's my week? Yeah, I am. Um, yeah. It's been fine. It's it, we've, as I say, we've we've. I've got sort of four business concerns to to sort of juggle and, and kind of keep afloat. The F eight, which is my primary one on a day to day basis, from my point of view, has basically ground to a halt because I do the. Um, I'm involved in the kind of booking. Um, pre-production and shoot of videos which mm. um, none of which are happening um, even the stuff that we got booked in in May which was all outdoors and all that sort of stuff but definitely not happening um, so 
my involvement in F8 is 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 limited to to sort of gently nudging Will, our video, well, one of our video guys, into doing what he needs to do as quickly as possible, mm-hmm. um, which he is. He's very good, so he is. Um, and that's that's that. Uh, then I've got the kiln, which is shut, so can't do anything with that. Um, I've got It's Happened and Pixelator, which I'm obviously I can't do anything with Pixelator because <clears throat> everything's shut. So that's kind of on hold. I'm I'm, I'm applying for some funding and uh, a loan and stuff in the background to 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 do uh, phase two of that, which is going fine. Um, and then I've got the blog, which is um, going really well. Uh, I'm getting loads of people getting in touch saying they want to write for it. Um, loads more than usual. I've gone from seven posts a week to ten posts a week as of today. Nice. And um, all, a lot of the content, the majority of the content is is upbeat. There's some kind of stuff that's around, um, you know, the, the fact that there's nobody out and some people have taken some photos of the streets where there's nobody out or there's some photos from just before everything kicked off and things like that. But generally speaking, most people are, are writing not about coronavirus. They're just writing about whatever they want to write about, mm. um, including a post that's gone live today, which... We can probably talk a bit more about actually the um, the one about this hundred pound or how to make a dark room for a hundred quid, mm-hmm. um, which is brilliant. And yeah, it's just it's it's really nice. I've got time to think about the website. I've got time to kind of. I'm not really planning anything. I'm not kind of. There's a lot of people I think have done this thing where they've said, "Oh well, you know, I've got a bit of ta- downtime." So mm. I'm going to take this downtime as an opportunity to reflect. I'm not reflecting. I don't want to reflect. Um, because reflecting means, you know, to me, it means, you know, unnecessary overthinking. I'm just quite happy carrying on <laughs> the way I am. Because <laughs> I did a lot of reflecting last year and it really fucked me over. So <laughs> I'm going to not reflect on things. I'm going to carry on just taking photos of my kids in the garden, in the house, and tinkering with my cameras and writing about things, and I'm enjoying writing. Um, I think you've done that article for Ilford, the one I've, I've done it as well. There's like a questionnaire that they've, you know, like a mm-hmm. little in- interview thing, whatever they're calling it, that was, that was yep. fun to do. Um, being involved in that product launch for uh, Lomography, that was, that was fun. Quite enjoying testing that Pixie camera for for David over in, in France. That's that's really fun. So yeah, generally I'm quite enjoying myself. Hang on a minute, my wife's shying at something up the stairs. You what, <laughs> Hannah? Hannah? Okay, she's not, she's not listening to me now. One second. <laughs> Anna, did you just shout me? Did you just shout me? Can I sort it in a minute? I'm just doing this podcast. Yep. 
the uh, the washing line has pulled a hook. No, no, we, we 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 all we all heard. It's been fixed later. Um, but Hamish, it's all on the floor. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. She have to pick it up, wouldn't she? Um, so yeah, like as I say, you know, last time we recorded this horribly remote, 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 podcast <laughs> that was kind of really, um, yeah, just kind of ref- a reflection of the the kind of downward spiral of everything, and and now I've kind of hit the bottom and found out that actually it's quite comfortable down here. <laughs> There was there was a lot of uncertainty going around uh, when we spoke last time. I think, especially in the UK, just with the uh, position politics and um, what was going to be happening to uh, businesses and, and employers. I think that I think that um, well, it's it still is it's sti- it still is very uncertain. And I think there are a lot of businesses that are um, that are going to struggle. And um, FA, my main, as I say, my main sort of concern is he's going to struggle um mm. and <laughs> it, it, it's not entirely positive in in the sort of well now it's not entirely positive and in the medium term I'm me and Greg my business partner are going to have to take because there's no there's no very little business uh, very little support for for company directors in our position so we're going to have to take quite a significant pay cuts to mm. keep the company afloat <clears throat> um but I don't think, you know, I spoke to him literally just this morning and his financial situation isn't such that it can't, you know, we both ran businesses when we weren't making very much money at all, um, fairly successfully. Neither of us have, you know, neither of us are rich now and neither of us own massive houses or have ginormous mortgages now. So... You know, worst case scenario, both of us take have to take a mortgage break, mm-hmm. um, and take a significant um, chunk less cash out of the business on a month by month basis. Well, mm. if that has to happen, well, we'll make that happen, um, and we can. can if, if all of our staff have to be furloughed, well, they're all going to get eighty percent of their salaries. We've talked to them all, and they're all happy with that. Um, we won't. We won't be able to afford to top up that twenty percent. But actually, they're all, not. Not a single one of them has questioned that. They've said they're absolutely happy. They understand that. You know that the, the, they want to have a job at the end of it. And if that's what it has to be, that's what it has to be for them to have a job at the end of it. Mm. Um, <coughs> you know. And as I say, me and Greg will just take. I think that the 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 um, the feeling that we have is that we will just take enough out of the business to keep ourselves personally from. Um, you know, keep the walls from the door, and we'll just we'll we'll, we'll be okay. So mm. it's yeah, none of it is great, but actually, given the circumstances, I think I continue to feel like I'm one of the lucky ones. And and as I said mm. earlier, whilst I do continue to feel like I'm one of the lucky ones, I think that I should, you know, reflect that in my attitude, and be generally speaking as much of a positive person and hopefully a positive influence on the community with the blog and and all that stuff because because I can be good good 
because there's going to well, be you know there's going to, there are going to be people out there who aren't positive but they you know as i've said loads of people have said to me loads i'm going to have people specifically get in touch just right to the, me at the website you know through the website saying thanks for doing what you're doing it's a great distraction at the moment mm. which is which is really you know as much as i could hope for really i mean <laughs> well, it, it, you know, in a world where I don't feel like I can do anything useful, it turns out I am, in a very, very, very small way, doing something that's useful. Mm. So, why be why be grumpy about it when I don't have to be? Mm. Mm. I guess <laughs> that's certainly the difference in how I feel now compared to how I felt the other day, when I just felt like I just wanted to be grumpy about everything. <laughs> Yeah. And no, even that, you are even more good. grumpy than me. So, I yeah, um, I mean a, a lot of a lot of my concerns, a, a lot of my my personal concerns just about about myself and um, my wife uh, are still there. They're still the same as they they were. Um, I think a lot of my grump was was just coming, just it was just more about how things were being handled elsewhere. Um, I, I'm, I'm lucky enough that I don't, I don't need to worry about um, the government's response to the virus because it's been fantastic. Um, there's fear, there's worry, obviously, uh, as there is everywhere else in the world. Um, but we've got transparency, we've got openness, we've got truthfulness. Um, and we've got we've got protection and policy and procedure in place, and it, it's it's it, it, it feels kind of disingenuous um, sometimes of me talking to people who are in true lockdown uh, and quarantine situations when when I'm not, um, because I can still go about and go out and go about my business as I want freely as I would normally. And the only difference being is that I, I wear a face mask. You know, I wear a medical mm. face mask every single time I leave the house. But um, yeah, I, I uh, it, it's it's been really interesting um, over the last well over the last week since since we spoke because um, uh, I I don't normally share stuff like this with the community at large. But recently I've been uh, very frustrated after getting hit by. Um, changes with Google algorithms and other stuff at, at the beginning of the year. And I've been, been very uh, frustrated with just trying to get everything back up to speed. And in the last week and a bit, week and a half specifically, um, the, 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 my, my traffic to the website has not, not only returned, but just and then some as well. Mm. And it's, it's, um, consistently the, the, the highest number of readers uh, coming to the website for the the longest period of time so far for me. So my positivity has gone through the roof because I think, as, as you and I probably have spoken about before, I pour my, my heart and my soul into doing mm. this, into going out, into finding people to interview, into finding people to talk to, into d d doing stuff doing stuff behind the scenes that, that people don't, you know that, that you you just you just don't speak about, and in that way, having the the for me, emulsive is a direct, it's a direct reflection of my success, mm. because I I really want people to read it because I really I think it's really valuable. I think it's really interesting, and you know it's it's not just a, a collection of. <clears throat> 
words written by you know monkeys on typewriters. It's stuff that has real value to to the community, or at least at least I believe. So, seeing that be reflected in in terms of visitors coming, and and as you say, Hamish, exactly the same thing. I've got uh, more people getting in touch and saying, "Hey, come came across your website. I think you're doing a fantastic job. I'd love to submit something." Um, people contacting me just 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 friendships that I've made over the last five mm. years here and just just talking about their life and about stuff that's happening to them and hoping that that I'm well and continuing those conversations and and even people actually emailing both of us at the same time and saying yes. all right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which 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 uh, I think is 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 pretty funny um, yeah. because it's kind of some some off uh, just a like offline banter, really. Um, yeah. Like it's brilliant. So uh, David uh, Hume, if you're listening, thanks, mate. I will I will yeah. reply to that thread. It's been very one-sided with Hamish recently. Um, but <laughs> uh, well, if, so, you didn't, if you could just you know maybe come up with some of your own ideas for content in the website. <laughs> then. <laughs> well, do, do you know it, it's it's really funny because after after we spoke. I think episode seven, um, six, seven, maybe it was one of the ones that we did last year, and we were talking about that constant stream of success. Um, yes. Yeah, I just I, that, that that's that, that's when I started writing that, and I'm thinking it's it's perfect. And Simon King, more recently, he um, he published an article, I think a couple of Sundays ago, yeah. um, about shooting a perfect role of film in India. Yeah. Um, and, and it is nowhere near a perfect role of film at all. And as you said in the article, the, the exercise in itself may have been silly, may have been stupid, trying to aim for 36 perfect exposures, essentially doing travel street photography. Um, but the process of just going through it was, was really valuable for him. And mm. it, it, he'd, he learned, he'd learned a lot. I mean, he purposefully restricted himself to you know, shooting one frame of a particular scene and moving along instead of shooting one and then maybe reorienting or, or changing the focus point or doing whatever and then taking a second or a third or a fourth um, mm. so and I, I, I love I love reading his stuff whether he posts on Immulsive or whether he posts on 35mmc he's got some really interesting um, approaches to photography yeah but, he's uh, a really interesting yeah. guy isn't he I, I met him actually I think I'm not sure did I tell you I met him I think he did yeah, uh, was, was it last uh, earlier last year? N no, just I think a couple of months ago. I went down to um, uh, to London to to meet um, Alex Nelson from um, Zero Optic. Cause oh, they, that that was it. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember, I remember Alex posted a picture of all of your cameras on the table, and yes. I said, "Say hello to Hamish." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got well, my yeah. got my seasons muddled up. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. It was just it was. But it was, it was stood in, stood in aperture, and there's this sort of guy, you know, the shop aperture photographic, and there's this guy mm -hmm. across the other side of the room giving me a funny look, and then comes over and says hello, and he's like, oh, "I'm Simon. I write quite a lot for your website." I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" <laughs> That's so, hilarious. Uh, yeah. So, but that it was it, yeah. He, he's he is he is he is exactly. <clears throat> He's exactly the person I expected him to be. He is like very. I don't know how much you talk to him outside of the outside of the website, but he is. Um, he has exactly an unusual, but interesting and and funny, 
um, and, and obviously very sort of contemplative person as you'd expect him to be. Yeah. <laughs> Eccentric, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think, is probably a good description for him. But <laughs> but but yeah, exactly the yeah. It was really funny. It was very funny meeting him actually. Cause I came away just thinking, God, that is exactly the person I expected him to be. <laughs> But in a really, you know, in a really, in a really nice way. Yeah. No, yeah. I, know, I know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Oh, that, that's really cool. But, um, uh, <coughs> but yeah. So the, the but <coughs> the constant stream of success thing. Mm. It's funny that I, I don't know where. Did you? Did, sort of joking aside, did you? That's the series that you're putting out. The first roll of film thing. Was yeah. That, had you come up with that idea bef before I started doing the whole roll of film thing, or was that something? Inspired by yeah, well, that, just, that, just a coincidence, or that—that that was actually so. It was—it was originally scheduled for June. I think I think I wrote that back in um, December, January. Just had had a, had. I think I had some funny time over Christmas, New Year, and just I, I started five or six uh, draft articles, and that was one of the ones that I managed to finish because it's short. It's only five hundred words, <clears throat> and I just thought, well. After the back of our uh, after the back of our conversation, it's like, well, what's what's the best, most perfect an antithesis to the this idea of this constant stream of success? Well, it's got to be your first role of film. It doesn't matter whether it's your first role or for me, it was my <clears throat> my first return to film role. So that you know, after after coming back um, after a decade's break, um, uh, I'm going to be pushing out my first roll of 120, my first sheets, which should make for a, for, for a laugh because they are absolutely awful. There's going to be a couple of just black scans, just, just black <laughs> rectangles in there. Um, and I just, I, I like the idea of trying to share not, not all of the roles, not, not all frames from a roll of film, um, but just sharing what, what you can, including mm. stuff that's underexposed and, and you know, in my case, just boring or poorly framed. Um, yeah, and and I've I've had some <clears throat> I've had some really really interesting feedback from people. Um, it's not it's not quite the same of, of of yours with that the whole thirty six roles. Oh, in fact, I need to I need to make a uh, an email introduction to you uh, on that front because I've I, th <clears throat> I think I know somebody who would be perfect for for what you've just started, um, mm. but. Anyway, so the, the, the long and short of it is I had it uh, penciled in for, for June and over the weekend I uh, decided to basically to, to up my, my schedule. So I think I, t I pushed out a tweet on Saturday or Sunday saying, right, for, for, uh, until further notice, I'm just going to be doing two articles a day. So it's going to mm -hmm. be about 14, 14 articles a week. Um, just just to get it out there mm. <clears throat> i think you and i both have so many people submitting kind of five frames with articles and stuff like that and i know that even just doing even doing three of those a week is um the the, the queue for me still still goes on to august i think or mm -hmm. yeah mid late august so um Actually, just having se having seven of those per week, <clears throat> plus another seven of, of my own articles, if I can do them, um, it just means that more people can engage with the five frames. With there's more stuff that's out there that that people can can read um, yeah. and can check out, um, and it gives me more stuff to do because uh, I'm I'm still looking for a job <laughs> as, as well. Um, yeah. So, but it's so, it's going to be yeah. it, 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 whilst it's 
I mean, it, it, it's got to be good. The, the added content is going to be good for the website, which, you know, it <coughs> drives traffic up. And, okay, I know in terms of actually making money off a website at the moment, obviously there's going to be very few people who are aware of this, but advert, advert advertising revenue is... Not not what it usually is, should we say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. The, the the amount of the amount of um, money that you can get from ads has, I think, the, for want of a better word, it's cratered. I think is <laughs> is is yeah. the best way to describe it. Which is yeah, it's. I think you and I are both are both lucky enough to have sites that have a large enough readership that we will still be able to cover our costs. Um, yeah. And uh, I know there are services which, which you have bought and there are services which I have bought, things like um, uh, email subscription, email management, stuff like that. Mm. Um, the, the more readers you have, the more those services cost you. So um, actually growing, growing the website and growing readership and growing <laughs> newsletter subscribers um, when the ad revenue is actually decreasing means that the site potentially costs you more money to run. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Then, then it yeah it costs more money in in a in a in a in the face of shrinking revenue, but it's still for, for me as long as I can just keep it afloat, keep yeah. it keep keep it going, and <clears throat> I think right now there's no danger of of doing that. Then, then I, I'm a happy bunny. Um, mm. I, I I spent um, a lot of time over the last couple of weeks just thinking about what. How I how I want to shift the editorial cue around just to um, just to focus more on stuff that people can directly engage with or directly get um, inspiration or ideas for inspiration from. Um, like, you know, whether that be a, a, a list of <clears throat> a list of stuff that you can do if you're if you're stumped. You know, we're not going to say quarantined or locked down, but hey, if you've got time on your hands, these are 65 things that you can go and do. Mm. Uh, and it's, it's been fun going and researching stuff like that. I know Stephen um, over at Cosmo Photo, I saw, uh, I saw he, he just shared uh, something just today um, about um, where you can still uh, buy photographic film and supplies uh, online. So which online mm. retailers are still open. Um, I know in the States they've, they've still got, uh, they've got like curb, curbside pickup um, or whatever, what are they, sidewalk side pickup i don't know whatever the no, americans no call it but you, you you can you can order stuff from certain brick and mortar stores um or make drop-offs to certain brick and mortar stores by just leaving stuff on the um on the sidewalk on the mm. pavement which, which uh, i think i think is fantastic i know stephen reached out to the community to try and get um as much kind of real world verified data as he can and i think focusing on 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 interesting stuff like that is probably where I'm going to be for, for at least the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah. Got an interview with Alan Brock uh, coming up uh, on Wednesday, which is, um, which is done by Rob, uh, Rob Davey, who's doing a, a YouTuber, kind of film photography YouTuber interview series for me. And that's really interesting because the man's a pilot. So, you know, if you, if you happen to catch him at the right time, he'll take you in a, in a plane over over Zion National Park in the US, which is stunning at ground level. I, I can't imagine what, it, what it's like <laughs> from a few thousand feet up, you know? Um, so, yeah, I think it's, 
Um, for me, the next God knows how long for Emulsive is just going to be, um, I mean, th this is going to be, it is essentially my full-time job between, yeah. between finding, <coughs> finding a proper full-time job. I've happened to be having a change of career at the worst, <coughs> worst possible time over the last 12 years, but uh, it, is, it is what it is and, and it gives me a bit of time to, to focus on stuff and to actually just, just write stuff. I've missed writing stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's been really good to catch up with that over the last kind of four to six weeks. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think everybody's got that feeling, haven't they? That's what I, this isn't, I've got other things. I have got things to do. Yeah. But just writing, um, I really enjoy it. I mean, d just doing those questions for um, all that, that sort of interview thing for Ilford. Yes. I, I did it on Friday and I sat in front of my computer Friday afternoon, like tapping away for about three hours. I was like, wow, I really, really <coughs> like this. <laughs> I've, no, done, yes, I've, I've done a about... whole thing about really enjoying writing that I do that I'm getting more of a chance to do. I've, I've done about half of that, uh, half of that interview and mm. I, yeah, I need to, I need to finish it. I, need oh, to finish I got it. really, I got really carried away. I, I quote the, um, the, uh, everybody's free, to, to wear sunscreen, Baz Luhrmann song in it, and everything God. is great. I thought I thought I was bad <clears throat> referencing LL Cool J about Polaroid a couple of a couple of days back, but Baz Luhrmann, I mean, come on, that's um, a proper guilty pleasure. That song is. They did. It, they uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna remember. Well, I'm not gonna say what I remember doing whilst listen whilst you know when that song came out because it will definitely give away my age but um well but, I, so um, i was i was it was I, it was 90, <clears throat> 1999 the class of 1999 that was my gcse year so I, that was my that was my last year of high school wow so I'm, like I'm, not gonna say anything. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything um well you're at least 20 what, years what? older than me aren't you <laughs> I I am not no. twenty years older than me, um, but about about fifteen years mentally younger. But but the, the, the grey hair does give it away. I went I went grey uh, early, um, earlier than than I'd expected. But I welcome it. I'd rather go grey than bald. Personally. Yes. Um, oh, bollocks! What was it? You were talking about Baz Luhrmann, and you completely oh that was it. One of the questions that Ilford sent me. Um, was uh what was it it was come on then be honest who came up with the idea yes. for for five frames with was it you was it you or hamish and, I hope and actually honestly you bastard no 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 my, my my response to that was um I, I really love it when i get questions from regular readers of the website because if you were a regular reader of the, of the website, you'd see on the very first article hey, that I wrote, this was Hamish's idea, and I <laughs> jumped onto the back of his coattails. <laughs> so kind of just, just stick, it to, stick it to Matt a bit there. Yeah. Um, yeah, thought, yeah. Okay. You feel free to ask, but you know, at least, yeah. at least, try and appear educated, my dear boy, <laughs> or educate, or at least well informed, my dear boy. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, it's it's a lot of fun, and I, I hope I, I hope there's going to be a few people that I can um, kind of nudge into into doing this as well. But I guess we shouldn't really talk too much about it because they haven't really announced it, and we will. We're, this this is podcast is probably going to go out in a few days so we're going to 
kind of ruin the surprise. Might, maybe, maybe, <coughs> maybe we'll see. Um, <coughs> so, um, one of the things that the more positive things that we spoke about last week was about um, what, what kind of impact this was having on our photography. And I was saying for me, because my the only restrictions that I have in this part of the world are um, mostly self-imposed. So everybody's socially, you know, just physical distancing just because that's what we want to do um, indoors and out. Um, the government's recently, I think as of later this week, they're going to be implementing uh, physical distancing inside <coughs> uh, restaurants. Most of the eat-in market, uh, the restaurant market has died. Um, or at least dropped by any, anywhere up to 50 or 60%. However, the, the take-up of takeout and food delivery services like Food Panda and Uber Eats and, and the likes of those, it looks like they're picking up most of the slack. So I mean, we, we've even got kind of Michelin-starred restaurants who are <laughs> they're doing they're doing Food Panda and Uber Eats here, which is amazing. Just it, it's it's baffling. It's it's. Do they lose half a star because the delivery took five minutes longer than it should have done? I don't know. Um, but I'm I'm going out. Uh, I'm still trying to maintain some kind of semblance of, of normality. Uh, getting up, getting changed into into different clothes uh, as opposed to morning pajamas versus evening pajamas. Um, <laughs> I, I don't I don't I don't wear pajamas, so it would just be me just being in just basically naked anyway um, but just just wearing uh, you know putting on jeans and a, and a jumper or a t-shirt or a shirt or getting up and for me being able to walk out of the door and going to grab a coffee I think one of the things that I said was try and maintain a bit of um, uh, rhythm <clears throat> or at least mm. some 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 kind of semblance of of normality even in the face of things just having a complete absence of normality i think there's still there's still things that you can do i think you, you were going to start giving mike ekman a run for his money um on your your uh, camera and lens reviews because you're you're basically going to be shooting pictures in your garden for the next six months um i think so <laughs> yeah. and and smashing the cameras with big hammers with 11 pound sledgehammers and mm. kind of taking just you're going to be owning his kind of camera on a garden wall um yeah kind of signature signature ekman <clears throat> kind of shot from now on yeah. yeah 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 um and yeah i mean obviously he's he's sort of <coughs> somewhat attempted to backtrack on his you know whole thing about it uh, oh, I think he he's did. trying to take ownership of it, hasn't he? He's trying to take ownership well, he, of the fact that he smashes cameras. I, I think he initially protested, and then he wrote a blog post where he confirmed everything. Yes. Um, and now, and now he's tried to to backtrack um, as if it never happened. And you know, yeah. these things happen days apart. And the, I can only think of one other person that will that will say something, be recorded saying something you know, write something, saying something, and then two days later said that he never said it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say who it is, because this isn't a political podcast. Uh, I was going to say, that's, that's, I mean, that, you know, even, even by our standards, that's a pretty brutal comparison you've just made there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, who am I talking about? 
I could be talking about Aldar from uh, from from Homeland, which is a series I have I've very much been enjoying over the past couple of weeks um, at home. If you haven't caught it, it's up to season eight now, I believe, is starting. Um, it is one of the most annoying TV shows in existence, uh, but it's 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 quite enjoyable. <clears throat> eventually, highly recommended. Have you have you? We're going off a tangent here. Have you seen that Tiger yeah. King thing yet? No, I'm 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 saving that. So we've oh got uh, we've got two or three TV shows, and I've I've watched I watched the first episode, and I was like, I've I've got to save this. Um, so I've, so <laughs> I've been absolutely amazing. Yeah, well, there's a, there's another episode coming out. They're releasing a bonus episode now. Apparently, really? Did you did you hear about that? No. <coughs> oh, I'm God. just it's 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 the it's it, it's like it's just incredible. Me and Hannah like. We watched quite. We've we've we we started watching quite a lot of these sort of Netflix documentary things, yeah. and some of the some of them are really like quite sort of. You know, you sit there, you <coughs> you sit there, kind of just I don't know, in shock at <coughs> yeah. whatever it is that's going on. But most of that, you know, some of them the shock is quite sort of sort of negative. Whereas this is just I don't yeah. even know what the emotional response it creates. It's just the it's no, like. They're... It's, it's, just, what it's, just, <clears throat> it's, yeah, just it's just what the fuck. It's just what the fuck. It's like, hang on, hang on. So you 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 got married two straight guys. Mm. So you, you know, it, it, it's stuff like it, you even watch. You know, just just watching the trailer is enough for you to to wonder for a minute whether whether somebody just just randomly picked up cuts from the editing room you know the, from the from the from the editing room floor and just mashed them together stuck titles over them and said right that's the trailer because <clears throat> it's so incredibly random that, that it just it just doesn't make sense that all no. of this would just be in one in one tv show but no i'm i'm saving it loads of parts of it have still been spoiled but i'm i'm in there i'm in there for the trip um but yeah r- right now is uh, Mrs. M, she, she only watches like one, one TV show at a time or maybe two TV shows at a time. So you've got to get one done, <clears throat> get it under your belt and then move on to the next, move on to the next. Whereas me, I'm watching kind of like four or five <laughs> at the same time. Um, so yeah, once we get over Homeland and I think there's a, some Korean TV show, which is really weird, uh, which, which she wants to finish watching, um, then it's going to be... Um, yeah, it's going to be Tiger King. Um, and then if I can, I'm going to try and swing her back to Ozark and Better Call Saul. No idea what that is. Uh, Better Call Saul is the is like a prequel to Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. I've not so seen Breaking did, Bad. I'm one of those people. You haven't? <clears throat> no. It's, 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 it's really good. Yeah, actually, it's really good. It takes about seven or eight episodes for it to kind of kick in. But when it does, you're just you're hooked. Or at least, I don't know, most people I know. But, um, yeah, uh, Better Call Saul follows the the kind of crooked-ish lawyer that's inside Breaking Bad. And, yeah, it's brilliantly acted, brilliantly uh, shot, <clears throat> and the story's brilliantly told. It's um, really enjoyable television. Yeah, <clears throat> I can't get involved in the stuff that's to that, 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 to that extent long form, if you see what I mean. I like a little bit of mm. you know it so but, but stranger things is about the maximum 
amount of content that I can cope with eight episodes <coughs> in the series is more than enough. It's when these these right. bloody these bloody, bloody series that are like 24 episodes long and there's 12 seasons like, <laughs> like just, just no it's yeah, too much I think I think I've, I can't remember about Breaking Bad but I know Better Call Saul is, is kind of 8 episodes 8 episodes a season or something it's not it's not long um, and I think that a lot of the stuff that's out there now it's got a definite you know, beginning, a middle, and an end. I think well, we we spoke about lost. Lost, right? Did, yeah, did last time. Yeah. Was that in a different conversation, or did we actually cover that on the podcast? No. So what we what we did on the last pod, with the last <coughs> podcast was record an hour and a half of us moaning and whinging, and we got out of our system, pressed stop on the recorders, and then had a really interesting <laughs> conversation <laughs> as I wandered around. Sort of yeah, tidying was a few it. bits and pieces up and, that was and that was just so much more productive and interesting and could have been the podcast in its own right. And then, but yeah, yeah. well, and th- this was after the first twenty minutes where uh, we'd been talking, but I hadn't been recording. Yes. Um, so we ended up starting again, and I tried to recap, failed miserably, and then recapped it several times throughout the episode, <laughs> yeah. uh, just making everything really boring. Yeah, I'm not and, saying and grumpy, and yeah, yeah, very grumpy. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I think the it, it's been really interesting being on social media over the last over the last two weeks because you can you can really see how how people are a realizing that well, some people are a realizing they're not they don't have as much free time as they had anticipated being at home. Um, you know I think maybe a few people imagined it would be hours spent. Uh, behind a camera or watching TV or just relaxing in the garden, but they realise that they've got potentially years or decades worth of DIY and other jobs to do uh, around the house, and now that they're home, yes. they don't have any excuse uh, yes. to step away from it. Um, but there, there's a lot of there's a lot of creativity out there from whether it be people uh, <clears throat> building cameras, more recently cyanotypes, at least for the last uh, at least for the last uh, week and a bit now. What with the cyanotype uh, party on Twitter. There's people going out out of their way to make uh, pinholes. There's a whole bunch of macro photography I'm seeing that's going on. People are doing uh, portraits at home of their of their pets and their loved ones and stuff. Um, it's it it it's yeah. There's been like this explosion of creativity. And then yeah. on the other side, you've got um, <clears throat> people who are obviously going stir crazy at home, <laughs> leaking onto social media. Um, yeah. Just, just, just screaming, screaming. Yeah. I've, I, had, I saw, I, I've had some brilliant conversations with people. Just absolutely, like, more on Facebook than anywhere else. Mm. Just people who just, or I think probably who were slightly unhinged anyway, <laughs> who were just becoming like weird and. <laughs> And then the people who are already weird, I mean, and this isn't to say for one minute, I mean, this is, if I'm, I'm going to start this sentence and it's going to sound like I'm saying something really bad, but I'm not, this is not what I mean. There's a, 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 a lady that I know who is um, clearly quite a bit more Christian than I thought she was. And uh, I saw that. Did you see the end of the conversation where she suggested, because... I have this, I have a brilliant thing, I have a, so I'm not 
I think probably everybody would assume that I'm an atheist and I'm not an atheist. Like, I do have mm. personal beliefs, and but I keep them to myself. Um, mm. I'm not, I wouldn't say, I don't prescribe to any kind of organised religion. I'm not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that many people would be, would describe me as religious. I certainly don't act, um, I don't pray or anything like that. But I have, I have beliefs that I, I just, I just keep them to myself, myself. Mm -hmm. But because of the way, because of what they are and how they, they um, sort of manifest, I think people would assume that I'm an atheist. So I often get talked mm. to like an atheist. So <laughs> this, um, uh, she says to me in this, in this email, in this email, in this Facebook thread, she said, um, and bear in mind, this is somebody I, I know quite well, and we, um, you know, so I'm not going. To, there's no, I wouldn't have been. There was no sort of upsetting or any chance of upsetting people here. But she says to me, um, "God is getting to intervene in this world. His solution will be mm -hmm. perfect and sustainable." Mm -hmm. um, to which, the, uh, in sort of continuation of the rest of the conversations, I said, I'm, I'm on board uh, with that. She continues <coughs> talking about somebody else. She has just as much right to talk shit as I have the right to think she's wrong. Uh, and I said, also, uh, I think you have every right to think that your God is getting ready to intervene. Intervene. That ain't happening in my world, though. <laughs> <laughs> to which she replied, because I, because I, have, a diff I have a different belief structure to she does. So, of course, her, whatever she thinks that God is going to... I don't know what... She, is, is God going to come down? You know, and is his cloud going to descend below the atmosphere and he's going to start rearranging the world? So, I don't know what she thinks is going to happen. Um and uh, and then she said, "Well, lol. Well, let's just wait and see. You might end up praying for him to interview by the time this is through." <laughs> yeah, yeah, to which I replied, "Yeah, now." Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's... The, the thing. The thing is, this is this. I mean, I'm not going to. We're not going to get into some sort of religious debate here. But the, the, mm. this assumption that the idea that 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 that, that God is sat up there. I was talking to my business partner this morning and he, he worded it perfectly. He said it's like God has set his children on fire and he's waiting for them to burn or watching them burn and waiting for them to pray just enough, at which point he's going to hand them a hose and let them put themselves out. Is that what she's suggesting? Because that yeah. doesn't strike me as <clears throat> a particularly great entity. <laughs> Yep. You know, if if God is going to intervene at some point and make all this go away, then why hasn't he done it yet? Yeah. You know, yeah. as I say, I say that as somebody who has my own beliefs, and, but my beliefs do not, you know, uh, they are I'm very accepting of religion, um, of other people's religions, but I, 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 don't I don't understand somebody who would believe that God, you know, that this is some sort of, this is some sort of run-up to God's intervention and everything is going to be fixed or yeah. changed. It's, it just yeah. isn't going to happen. <laughs> well, it's, it's, I, I, I can't... I, you, you, can, you can just imagine him kind of just, just being, being held back. You know, he's raring to go, but he's being held back by, by an angel with a pair of binoculars just saying, no, hang on, not yet. Yeah. No, 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 we, we, just a little bit longer, a little bit longer. You just let a few more people die. Um, mm. uh, let I think le I learn a little bit more from that mistake. Yeah. Because if, it's just this, it's just this idea that there's this, I think it's so, it, it's this, the idea, uh, I don't get into too much religious debate here, but this idea that, that for whatever God is, that he's some sort <coughs> of, 
single sort of mind and, and, and thinks in the same way that, that we do. It's that arrogance thing that I've waffled on about before. It's the funny thing with, with religion is that we, we personify, or the, the, the sort of idea within some religions that we sort of, that they sort of personify God. And, and it's this mm. person with a beard sat on a cloud. It, it's, it's so arrogant to think that if God existed, he would look, he would look like us and would, would have yeah. a big beard and be all wise. And, and it's just, you know, if, if there is such a, if there, if there is such a thing of God, I'm, I'm going to work on the assumption that, it's, that, that God's probably a, not either a he or a she. <laughs> and um, probably doesn't look anything like people because that would be weird. <laughs> yeah, it would be. It would be weird. I, do, I, I kind of hope she turned out to be right though, because if you know some guy with a, <laughs> with a big white, you know, a big white toga comes down on a cloud and starts going, "Hey, hey, 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 don't worry, don't worry, I've got this, I've got this." No, you, you, you've you learned, know, you've if, learned if, enough now. If, if, have you, if, you learned your lesson, you lot down there from if, this? If if God was going to appear on Earth incarnate. There is absolutely no doubt in my mind that he would be in the form of Morgan Freeman from Bruce Almighty. Um, that that's that's it, it's the only it's it's the only personification of God that makes sense in in, yes. in today's society. Well, well, that or um, uh, yeah, maybe maybe Mr. Rogers for the Americans. You know, the 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 talk show host or the TV host who who. who um, was really famous during the 60s and 70s, or or maybe even um, oh god, what's 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 his name? What is his name? The painter dude, fluffy hair, ex sergeant or ex drill sergeant. No Bob idea. Ross. Who you're talking about. Bob Ross. Come on, you know Bob Ross. Yeah, was like, he the? Yeah. Is the little cloud guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's like you know, give the give the trees, you know, give them some some little spiky furs, and oh, it's a happy little cloud here, and yeah, it's a yeah. happy little snow on the mountain. Yeah, I I think I think yeah, um, I I think most likely God's God's first pronoun, uh, first commandment would be uh, that thou shalt that that thou shalt know my pronoun or something given. given. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> given where we are today, but <laughs> I think he'd got a Twitter account. And he'd be God in brackets. They them, <laughs> <laughs> they them. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 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 quite <coughs> it's quite possible. It's quite possible. But I think everyone is obviously entitled to their um, religious belief. Um, I think as long as. <coughs> That religious belief doesn't involve the persecution of other people. Yes. I'm not talking about yeah. a personal belief or a political belief or a cultural belief. I'm saying, as long as the religious belief, <coughs> um, or at least uh, a, a belief bound by religion, does not involve the persecution um, or, or destruction of others um, at its at, at the religion's most pure level, I, fine. I don't have a problem with that. Um, I think the best way to talk about religion is not to talk about it and just be a good person. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so I don't. That's, I don't really. Well, that's, that, that's pretty much core. To, that, that's why most people, you know, my wife and some of my good friends aside, most people don't know anything about my my beliefs because they are, um, mm. frankly, irrelevant to anybody else. 
Well, I- exactly. And I, th- I think there's, there are a lot of people out there. I mean, what is this? I've been seeing some crazy shit on Twitter today. Um, all these uh, evangelicals, uh, evangelicals, these, these televangelists. Mm. Yeah, in America. Uh, in, in the US, saying... and just like covering people with the blood of Jesus. And there, there's one woman in Tennessee got stopped by uh, police, and the, the guy's like, so you're going to carry on driving, you shouldn't be driving, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, it's okay, I'm covered in the blood of Jesus. I mean, that, th- those, that's exactly what she said. Um, and it's, it's one of the most frightening things. Um, yeah, well, I've, the, pe- the people, for- but these the, these evangelists <coughs> that are suggesting that people continue to come to church and continue to give them money, um, yeah. despite the fact that people should be kept apart and don't have jobs anymore, so don't have any money. It's like I I sorry I I don't think what you're doing there is um, taking money from people when they're poor. <laughs> And putting people in danger doesn't strike me as being, um, you know, what Jesus would have done. <laughs> well, well, th- this is this is what I was trying to get at, and I, I, maybe I should have been clearer. Um, I think there are people, whether they be uh, Christians or or Jews or Muslims or Hindus or Sikh or even Buddhists, because there are some crazy fundamentalist Buddhists out there as well. Um, <clears throat> there are people from from all of these mainline faiths and dozens of of, of others um, who take what is at the heart of their teaching um, and twist it to serve their own personal agendas. And televangelists are, are, are one example of, of people taking advantage of, I don't want to use the word idiots or the dumb or the stupid, but t- taking advantage of the <clears throat> naive naive or impressionable or, or people who are easily manipulated. Um, mm. and, 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 and if we talk to that specifically, these are people who, they, they, they don't have financial stability. <clears throat> Maybe they don't have... Um, familial stability as well um or maybe the only thing that gives sense to their existence is the the existence of this flying spaghetti monster who um you know tells them do it do it or i'll fucking spank you to to steal a line from dogma um which is a great film by the way if you haven't watched it no i have yeah love it love it um and it's frustrating and but it happens in every faith whether it be um, the, 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 the radical Muslims twisting, twisting the Islamic faith um, into something that serves the agenda of men who wish to, to, to have power, whether it be evangelical Christians um, uh, in, in the US twisting, t- twisting people against you know, Obama and the Mexicans and these, these liberal Hollywood elites, um, whether it be various various ultra hardline aspects of the of the of the jewish faith um it, it's it's all bullshit really and i th- i think mm. the, the the problem is is that the the vast majority <clears throat> of uh, people practicing any faith can't help but practice it with some kind of uh, cultural construct mm. some s- something which helps to reinforce um, the, the structure of, of their societies, or at least the societies that they wish that they were living in. Because when you, when you 
peel every religion down to its most fundamental level. I'm probably not talking about the Old Testament here because that's pretty smitey kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> it, 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 it boils down to, a, it boils down to <coughs> a God or a higher being who is responsible for the creation, who, who just wants people to be good to each other and to mm. live meaningful lives and to expand the, the states of human consciousness and, and just to be, be good to your... Your, your fellow human and your fellow animals and mm. your earth um, yes. and, and how you can how you can take that to then um, Bible bashing American evangelicals saying that the Greta Thunberg is the spawn of Satan sent by Obama to to destroy the earth and usher in the Affordable Health Care Act in the States I, I don't know I mean there are some really crazy people out there coming up with some really crazy conspiracy theories you might have an opinion on that hamish what conspiracy theories (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i don't know how we got here but we're not going anywhere now so um how do you feel about how do you feel about the uh the 5g rollouts in the uk yeah pretty good yeah but a lot of people, a lot of people, it feels like they don't feel very good about it. No. <laughs> it's oh god, I love it because it, I really like I really like digging into. I really like once in a while I don't do it after once in a while I really like going on Twitter and digging about in conspiracy theories because oh my god, there's some <laughs> there's some crazy crazy. Um, I don't even know, just these little little pockets of absolute insanity. And this, obviously, the the broadly amusing ones, well, the the most amusing one, I think, is the the flat flat earthers, (coughs) who, um, for me, I don't understand because I don't understand why the people who believe that the earth is flat hmm. believe that so many people all around the world are conspiring against them in this idea that the world, that the earth, the earth is round because what is the gain where is the gain why do people what do they think that people are getting out of telling other people that the earth is round and 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 I'm sure that conspiracy theorists come up with all sorts of reasons about why somehow people make money from the fact that the Earth is round, but the Earth is round because you know we've sent stuff up in the air and you can see it, <laughs> and we've sent stuff outside of the air and you can really really see it. Then what? It's just it's absolutely absurd. And then at the other end of the spectrum, there's the really dangerous conspiracies like the anti-vax ones, where you just think. I mean, funny enough, that woman I was talking to on on, on Facebook, she's an anti-vaxxer. Um, and I sat down with her, we had, we had lunch a while ago, and it was it was a kind of a realisation that I was talking to somebody who is one of these people who takes sort of solace in life in this kind of idea that they know something that other people don't. And she, at the moment, is taking solace in the idea that she knows a bit more about coronavirus than everybody. And what she knows is that it's not as bad as everybody thinks it is. But actually, she's just reading lots of contrarian content online. 
and turning yeah. into this bigger picture, which, you know, she's saying things like, oh, well, you know, we, we shouldn't be locking down as much because um, it's going to have a long-term effect on the economy. And, and, and sort of, you know, framing it as if she's a really intelligent person because she's worked out that it's going to have a long-term effect on the economy. We all know that. You know, you, you know even Donald Trump knows that. <laughs> So, but just because it's going to have a long-term effect on the economy doesn't mean that we shouldn't stop doing things that we can do to prevent people from dying and overrunning the NHS, which in itself causes more people to die from other stuff. It's just absurd. But she loves the right. idea that she knows something more than everybody. And again, and as you say, it's this 5G thing that people are banging on about. That 5G is 5G is, is the thing that's actually responsible for the people that are dying around the world at the moment. How the fuck do you draw those dots? Like, where... How, I, I can tell why? you. Why? Uh, no, 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 no. I, 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 I can tell you. I can draw a straight line. I can draw a straight line that will tell you exactly why 5G does, is the Does problem. that line go straightly through insanity? It, it does a little bit. Look, right? Mm. Okay. So, a fake virus is released, right? right. And, the, and the fake virus is, is, is released, and then everyone is told that they're going to get the virus. This is UK only. That they should get the virus because um, it's going to you know, create this herd immunity thing. Now, that's rolled back really quickly, but <clears throat> the damage has already been done. The virus is already out there. People are, are getting the virus, and the reason why the lockdown exists, right, is to keep people at home so they're guaranteed to get the virus from their friends and family, even people living by themselves. And then the jobs go, the school's closed, Everyone gets rations, the church gets closed, martial law, there's checkpoints everywhere. Um, uh, you know, Bill Gates is going to get everyone microchipped. Um, and the, the 5G towers, um, they're part of the surveillance network. <laughs> that, right. that, 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 that's... <laughs> <laughs> But isn't the Hang on, hang on. No, no, and, and, and contrails and lizard people uh, and Hillary Clinton in the basement of a pizza shop in Chicago um, and Obama. That, so that's, that's, that. Can I, can I put out a challenge to our listeners? Because I've got, I've, got, I've, got really, I've got a really good idea as a challenge to people who, the people who actually listen to this. I, I, I'm fairly certain a crack is enough to completely get on board with this. So, yeah, and I, well, can I just say, what I just said was, was I, I just made that up. There is nothing real in that. So can you please just, if you are, <laughs> if you are thinking, well, that makes a lot of sense. I, I actually just made that up. On the so spot. please don't go. So yeah, it's funny that you mentioned Bill Gates, though, because this relates perfectly to the little challenge. Like, <laughs> I will share. I will share this. I will share this screen grab because on my little, on my little, um, <clears throat> my little, uh, a recent little exploration, shall we say, of um, mm. Twitter's most insane. I found this tweet from somebody Twitter's called most insane. Tamara McCormick, uh, where she this is this is at a quite this is quite deep into a conversation that people are having. Um, right about, you know, complete and utter bollocks on Twitter. Tamara McCormick says, Trump knows, but also knows about Bill, Bill Gates' corruption and deep state activity. Gates is one of the people Trump, Trump is going after. Gates will be tried at GITMO, whatever that is. I also heard Trump has an antidote to the 5G harmful frequency. It has to do with that malaria <laughs> drug that also treats coronavirus. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> so, so my challenge is that is, 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 is that the, that that's the one that's the drug that his that his entire family invested in and are now trying to push as a possible cure. Oh no, look, that's another conspiracy theory. <laughs> Go <laughs> yeah. um, sorry with, oh with your God. challenge. Go on. So the challenge is, I'm going to post this on our Facebook group. My challenge okay. for everybody is to find a more insane tweet than that one. And Let's it's got to be real. It's got to be screenshotted. It can't. You can't yeah. just make it up. It's got to be. Yeah. It's got yeah. to be real. Yeah. So when this. So let me just let me just save <clears> this <throat> to. A, I'll save this to a folder on my phone so I can find it when the time comes. Uh, hang on, right, edit. No, how do you do that? How do you save things to folders? Just save as and then you, you click on the folder. Add to album, there we go. New album. I'm going to call the album Insane Shit on <laughs> Twitter. There we go. Because I'll find some more because I really enjoy finding it. <laughs> It's it, it's really it, it's it's really funny because you and I were talking about this um, on Facebook a few a few days ago in in another group and the one thing I wanted to write but I didn't I didn't have the time to do it was to just say um, conspiracy theories on the whole come out of people who are living in countries where they are used to the government lying uh, cheating. Um, or, or, or generally doing stuff that is not in the public interest. And if you look mm. at where conspiracy theories are the most prevalent, they are in countries uh, where um, when, when stuff like this happens, economic bailouts are given to corporations, not people. Um, investment in basic public services is, is uh, you know, routinely uh, it, it, sorry uh, in, investment in public services is <clears throat> is routinely um underfunded mm. um and people people know they're being lied to because there there's stuff that that's going on for years without any government action it just you know we look at the let's say the clean water s situation in flint in in the us in flint michigan which has been going on for what five years now officially documented um so people in these situations, in, in these kinds of environments, are the ones who are, they're looking for answers. They're looking for a reason why all of this shit is happening to them. And that's where you get all of this, um, you know, the, the pizza pedophile basement club that the Clintons were involved in. Or that's where you get um, stuff like the lizard people and Bill Gates wanting to microchip everyone and Obama wanting to, to tag everyone and... and, and make a database of everyone and contrails and 5g masks because masks because if it wasn't 5g then it was 4g then it was 3g then it was two and a half g uh, mm. it was it was radiation from your mobile phones coming into some kind of mind control so that the cia could could ping everyone's brain with all of the microchips that they put in through the fluoride in the water you know it's just it's just i mean you it's crazy but there's enough information out there where you can you, you can pretty much justify yeah. almost every reasonable um, conspiracy theory. That's it. You can find as you can find you can find as many dots as you like and join them however you like. This is the thing. This is the thing with the world. It's the amazing thing yeah. really about living in well, what it's, is an, in a practically infinite existence. There's infinite yeah. amount of possible stuff that's happening out there all all of the time. So if you yeah. want to. And, 
if you want to join the dots between an infinite amounts <coughs> of random crap, of course you can come up with some completely absurd arguments, completely absurd yeah. conspiracy theories. Because well, because you're you're proving you're proving an argument with with further argument. You're not proving it with fact. Mm. You just you know it's it's uh, you know. Ewoks are from Endor. Chewbacca is a Wookiee. It doesn't make sense. It's like, oh, you know, it's it's you're 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 proving stuff in 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 such an absurd way. And do you know what? Yeah, I'm sure that there's a whole bunch of real stuff kind of laying in there <coughs> somewhere. Um, yeah. But it's probably nowhere near as absurd um, as as it's being made out to be. I mean, look. Yeah. Easiest way to easiest way to to um, control someone, according to uh, conspiracy nuts in the U.S. Uh, mid mid twentieth century, it's passports, right? Because the government knows where you're going. It's like, well, no, the government only knows when you're leaving the country, but you you know you, you technically only need a driver's license if you want to fly inside the country. Well, you know that that's driver's license is a, a government control. And it's like, well, what about your telephone? Because they've got your phone number. You know, you're having to call someone. You don't have direct dial. You've got to be patched through. Well, that's another form of government control. I mean, it's like, it goes back. It just, it just the, the whole thing really, really baffles me. It really, really mm. baffles me. But generally speaking, in countries where there are incidences of, of less government corruption and more transparency, um, there are fewer conspiracy nuts. Um, because there, there's less that they can latch onto, because the information, the science, the, the 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 reasoning, the social reasoning, as well as any technical or or philosophical reasonings, are just laid out there. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I understand that. Great. What what were we talking about this before you derailed the conversation? And I, I know you're going to say that I derailed the conversation. That's such a mean thing to do. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't think it matters, does it? <laughs> I think we, we got to that point, right? Well, it, it, it's this conversation that we keep having about whether or not this is a... Well, it's a conversation I keep having about whether or not this is a photography podcast or something else. Um, <laughs> oh, that, that's actually a really good thing to, to bring up. Cause, so you mentioned earlier that the conversation we had after we stopped recording should have been the podcast because that was actually a really good conversation. I agree. Yes. And one of the things that, that, that you said... I thought that was the was, end of it then. Oh, I agree. Cool, okay, what's no, next? <laughs> no, no, it's never the end of it. Well, one of the things that you said was... You know, we, we spoke about the value of this podcast um, and how, yeah, having a, another photography podcast out there probably, <clears throat> probably doesn't make a lot of sense given that there are two, three dozen much better podcasts <laughs> out there already. Um, but there's potentially value in two photographers having a podcast where they talk about stuff that may or may not be related to photography. Yes. Um, and I think, that's, I think that's the value because you and I can talk about stuff that, that's going on just within you know, the community, within our industries, obviously within our own websites. I don't know about you, but I've had people express an interest to to learn more about how that works, kind of how do you run Emulsive, for yeah. me anyway. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> so th there's, yeah, th th there's a whole bunch of stuff I think that we can bring to the table, including kind of like solar flare sized <laughs> tangents of conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, they eventually return. They eventually return, uh, but they're they're kind of you know off well, on I, that. Yeah, I like you to think after maybe eleven, well, yeah, eleven recordings at least, if only ten podcasts that we we might actually be finding finally coming to a <coughs> conclusion about the what our podcast actually is. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 good to finally get there. But I I think yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I'm I'm kind of okay with that, and I think. One of the things that we said uh, again in the podcast that shall never ever be aired uh, is that at least for the duration of the lockdown or half the world being uh, on lockdown at the moment, uh, we're going to try and, and get a few people to come on. Mm. So we're going to try and have some uh, some conversations with uh, with other people. Um, you know, we're not taking a break. They're, they're actually going to be on here. So, you know, it's, I don't know what I'm saying now. Anyway, so we're, we're going to try that. So we're, we're going to try and get someone uh, next week. I guess one of us better ask him or her or yes. they. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, wouldn't it be good if wouldn't it be good if we were the first podcast to get God on? <laughs> uh, I, I, I would really love to get David Attenborough on. By the way, <laughs> yeah. Um, just, 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 just what's saying. the likelihood of that? Uh, absolutely none. Absolutely none whatsoever. I think we we are a, about as as um, certain to get David Attenborough onto this show as who is someone who is someone else who is Chris Packham. There you go. I don't. I don't think we could even get Chris Packham. Onto the TV, or or, or or Terry Nutkins, right? Terry <laughs> Nutkins. Uh, there is no way we could get Terry Nutkins onto the show. What's the guy? Which I think he, I think he died actually the other day. I was going to say maybe we could get that. You know, there was that. Oh God, what's his name? The it's one the guy was, with the big beard. Um, yeah, that was really famous for a bit, and then said a load of racist stuff. So he just kind of disappeared. Oh, what was his name? That's what, like a a, a UK naturist? Yeah, UK, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. What you're not talking about about Bellamy, are you? Not 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 David Bellamy, Bellamy from yeah. Japan camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it David David Bellamy? Really? Yeah. What did he say? He said something like, <laughs> just he was really really quite seriously discredited. He did die recently, didn't he? I don't know he did. Yeah. No, he him. died. I think he died last uh, last year. Um. Yeah. It's something about climate change. That was it. It's just come up. Oh, I remember. I remember something, but that was a couple of years ago now, right? Yeah, but that was the it. That was it. He said it. Yeah, that was I, it. Game over. I, career over. Well, I, I, I remember being being <clears throat> quite fascinated how a naturalist could say, and I always get naturist and naturalist worryingly mixed up. So yeah. I never know if it's right. You know, if you, you know, talking about him as a naturist, I kind of that feels wrong. So, because naturists just, they're just nudists, but nudists aren't naturists. Anyway, um, David Bellamy, uh, Sir David Bellamy, was he at one point? Um, okay, yeah, he, he, he was really famous in the UK back in the, um, I guess, 60s, 70s, 80s as a, a naturalist. So he's <coughs> one of these people who was like David Attenborough, kind of out there um, doing TV shows, radio shows, a lot of education on, on conservation and and. Uh, kind of uh, uh, preserving ecosystems and stuff like that. So, he, so yeah, he he turned around and well, what did he say that global warming was not real? 
Um, he said it's on. It's on. Um, how do you? I don't know how to pronounce this word. Profligate. Profligate. The profligate. Profligate. The, profligate. Yeah. Profligate. The, prof, yeah. the profligate demands of humankind. I don't know what it means, so I don't know how to say it in a sentence. Are causing far-reaching changes <coughs> to the atmosphere of, the, of planet Earth. There is, of no doubt, Earth's temperature is showing an upward swing. The so-called <coughs> so greenhouse effect is now a subject of international concern. The greenhouse effect may melt the glaciers and eye caps of the world. I'm oh, crap at reading out. I have that same problem that Simon Forster has. <laughs> um, and ice caps of the world causing the sea to rise and flood many of our great cities. Uh, what's that? I don't know. Apparently they indicate that he changed his views. I don't know. Somebody will have to read that because I, I can't read out loud. So when I read it out loud, it doesn't make any sense to my in my head because I can't read things out loud. Bless you. So there we go. Um, you read it out loud. I, you I, try. I... <laughs> Uh, okay, hang on. Uh, let me go to... Th this is really kind of end of the podcast territory here, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, we did talk uh, about how what, what, what tends to happen towards the end of our podcast is they kind of trail off into nothing. So um, yep. we're, in that, we're, well, in that, we're in that zone. <laughs> we're in the... If you're listening to this, I think, what did we describe it last time? There's a part of the podcast that people will realise that it's the end of the podcast because we're not really talking about anything anymore. <laughs> And there, there'll be a type after a while. There'll be a type of people that will understand that we're in that area of the podcast, and they can just switch it off at this point. They just, yeah, at, at that point, they can just just walk away. It's, um, it's, <clears throat> uh, here you go. Look, okay, so so um, I'm reading. So I I have a pair of amazing um, in ear modules, kind of uh, earbuds, which I need to I need to. Um, uh, sort out and do something. Anyway, so this review came across and it was for the uh, Shaw Aionic 215 True Wireless Earbuds for audio files. Do you really want me to read this out loud? Is that what you asked me to do? What, the thing about I audio files? I have no idea just, what you're looking no, at. No, I don't know. I'm just, you, you just said I just read something out loud. <laughs> And you can't read anything out loud, so then I, you said, you know, you try it, and this is what I have in front of me. I either have this or I have something about Zoom's flawed encryption. Have you heard Which... about that thing with... So this has totally happened to me. You know House Party? House Party, the, the TV show. No, no, so there's an app called House Party. No. It's like... It's 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 one of the video conferencing apps, but it's obviously it's, it's called... It's, it's designed for... for it's, it's, it's non-business people, basically. Well, it sounds like something that would be used for kind of low-key swinging. Well, low-key, let's say low-key um, uh, remote swinging, if such a thing exists. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure if you can think of it, it, it exists. Yeah, right? it probably does. Um, but so at least anyway, we've just tapped into another niche market now that we've mentioned that on the yeah, yeah. podcast. So this um, oh this house party app, I read this. This mm. is probably another conspiracy theory, but it's definitely <coughs> happened to me. So I downloaded a house party because I got a bunch of mates who are on it, and then since since then, I keep having my Instagram. People keep trying to hack into my Instagram, so I get this. Your password really? has been somebody, and, and <coughs> I, I found a tweet. Oh, I, I yeah, searched yeah, house yeah. party on Twitter, and I found somebody saying my my Twitter. Somebody's tried to hack into my Instagram literally five hundred times since I downloaded the house party app. But there's some sort that of conspiracy insane. about that, that house party app is somehow hacking our phones. 
thing is, is that the with with the vast majority of apps that are out there are uh, poorly written mm. and completely insecure, um, and they are able to harvest data without realize without sometimes the developers realizing that they can harvest data, and um, there are numerous there are numerous ways, mostly done through through um, ads. But there are numerous ways that you you can um, pull and inject and and and, and pull out um, <clears throat> information via apps on people's phones. It's it's this, yeah. I mean, Google pulled what was it a hundred thousand apps from their app store at end of last really? year because they were because they 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 were sharing data through um, some of them were sharing data with. Um, servers in other countries in a completely blatant manner. Others were were sharing, um, <clears throat> they were sharing user data, um, kind of like registered accounts on the phone through uh, ad services that were essentially hijacking user sessions or doing that. So, so I'll, I'll send you some links. But there, there's some really really terrible stuff uh, that people can do with apps. Um, so the best thing to do is just. Don't have any. Don't don't have anything apart from the most essential first-party apps. So that is apps from Google or apps from Apple or apps from Microsoft or or just just direct vendors. And and if you do want to download the latest flashlight or or fart sound app, um, just get a burner phone with no other social media accounts, no other email accounts, nothing yeah. on it. Yeah, I've I've recently gone uh, two-factor authentication for pretty much all of the um, emulsive email and social services. It was missing on a, on, a, on a few of them because I don't I don't want to be in a situation where I'm I'm caught out or I'm locked out um, of uh, of of any of my accounts. Um, <clears throat> I remember a few a couple of years ago now, uh, someone who we both know. Um, I suddenly found I had uh, kind of admin level access to their Facebook page. Um, and I did not ask for this, so I just ignored it. Just, mm. I just it completely ignored it. It just appeared in my list and I'm like, I'm just not going to, I'm going to pretend that didn't happen. That's just, it's just over there. And mm. about um, a month or two months later, uh, we were talking in DM and I just said, you do realize that I can see this, right? And he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I did that back in, you know, whenever. Why? Like, well, just in case I get locked out, like someone else can, can let me back in. It's like, uh, fine. But <laughs> could, you, could you tell me next time, please? Is that okay? <laughs> is, that, is that okay? Um, so it's, yeah, I mean, there's, there's I think as, as, as uh, social media presence is, as accounts get bigger, there's definitely a higher risk that people will try to hack you. If you've got two-factor or multi-factor authentication options, just go for it. Um, try and use an option that isn't locked into your phone because if you lose your phone, you're, you're screwed um, mm. because you probably won't have the recovery keys, the, 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 the secret keys for it. Um, <clears throat> if you've got an app like One Password, uh, for example, which is, I've been using it for years, uh, the the app can sync across all of your devices and it can do your two-factor authentication for you, which is, you know, you go to type in your password and then it, it asks you for a, a random number that's generated by your TFA tool. 
so yeah, one password will, will do that. It will generate that random number for you. If you happen to lose your phone and your iPad and your computer, whatever, it doesn't matter. You can actually just log on, to, log on to your account from another device or from their website and you can recover all of your data. It's, it's really, it's, it's fantastic. It's not, I've, I've still not managed to be able to convince my wife to getting a, a password manager. Yeah, which really, really, really worries me because she handles all of our banking. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mind you, I'm half joking. Um, is, do, do people have um, access to your... Um, uh, my vault, my, my, my underwater, <laughs> my underwater, underwater vault. Shark-infested, water-protected, vo uh, volcanic lair vault. Well, yeah. I mean, there's no point in having money if you can't get to it, right? I mean, is that why? Is that why you're so skinned because you've lost the fucking password? <laughs> well, it's it's. Yeah, the, I I set up a two-factor authentication that removes a, <laughs> a, a digit from a digit from your your right hand every time you go in. <laughs> Problem is, you you can only go in five times because then you've, you've got no fingers or thumbs left. Um, I so why you would bit. Digitally inhibited. Last time I saw you, yeah. <laughs> why I was uh, why I was last seen on the on on the the corner of a busy thoroughfare uh, with a, a cardboard sign saying uh, "We'll code for food." <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I joke. It's not that bad yet. Give me a couple of weeks. Um, yeah. Right. I, th I think. Does it feel like we've come to the natural end of of this debacle? I don't know. If you like, I mean, it never really feels like it ends. But I think this is. <laughs> I, I don't know. It feels like, like this I feels think... like a good time to just can it, doesn't it? Really, because you know, this is what. It's, it always gets to this stage where we go, should we just end that then? Okay, cool. It, do, it does. I mean, I could continue talking about the six Marvel characters that Zac Efron would be perfect to play. No, let's not do that. All right, well, have a good one. Thank you. Cheers. Um, send me... Yeah, I'll, I'll check out the, um, the, the, the Facebook group for the, um, for the challenge. I think that would be a really good idea to just... Shall I, do, shall I put that... Shall I put that on there now, or shall I wait? We need to we need to put this out, don't we, first, so people know what I'm talking about. Because I was going to have to yeah. explain myself on the Facebook. I think you, you can you can draft it, and I think you can schedule stuff. Just just <laughs> nah, just, just just put the podcast yeah. out, and I'll do it then. I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do it. Hopefully, this will be out on uh, whatever the Friday is off the week that starts on the sixth. So what, is that the eleventh? <laughs> All right, see you later. Bye. <laughs>